Welcome to Praying the Psalms with Jesus, a video series that helps us understand, that uh, teaches us, that comforts us, uh, that when we pray, uh, specifically when we pray the Psalms, we don't pray uh, them alone. We pray them with Jesus. So the Psalms, um, well, actually the entire scriptures, they're uh, books about Jesus. They're words about uh, the promise of the person and work of Jesus for the forgiveness of sins. So uh, in the Old Testament, uh, Messiah uh, is foretold. Uh, he is foreshadowed. In the New Testament, we have uh, the fulfillment of this promise uh, in the person of Jesus and also his work, his death and resurrection. So the Psalms and all of the scriptures speak in these, uh, these uh, Old Testament uh, shadow ways uh, of this threefold office of Messiah. Uh, that of prophet, priest, and king. So the prophet in the Old Testament was one who uh, focused on the revelation of God to the people. And he would proclaim uh, specifically the word of God, you know, thus saith the Lord. And uh, the promise is uh, fulfilled in Jesus being the prophet. The book of Deuteronomy saying, one day there will be the prophet from among your own brothers, and you are to listen to him. So that's a reference, uh, the reality fulfilled in Jesus. Uh, this uh, second uh, threefold uh, office activity is that of priest, the one who would offer sacrifices and intercede for the people. And uh, the book of Hebrews reminds us that the great high priest, as well as the sacrifice, is Jesus. And the third uh, part of this threefold office is that of king, the one who rules and reigns, uh, the son of David, the promised one. And Jesus is uh, the reality of that, the king, the son of David. And the crowds shout, Hosanna, Lord, save us. So the prophet. In the Old Testament, the prophet was concerned with the revelation of God, uh, speaking God's word to the people. And he would foretell um, the events that were to occur. And that's probably what we most uh, likely think about when we hear the word prophet. But he would foretell. He would stand in the midst of the people and declare the word of God. So that's the key, uh, the key phrase, the word of God. Now you see this in uh, the Psalms, um, used with different, uh, different languages, uh, uh, different phrases. Um, the word going forth in Psalm 19, uh, specifically also the longest Psalm, Psalm 119, uses this language of the revelation of God, the word. Uh, the law, uh, meaning the Torah or the instruction of God, uh, God's covenant, uh, the way of the Lord, uh, his precepts, decrees, uh, promises, statutes, commandments, and uh, a word like ordinances. So uh, the word uh, is described as coming forth and uh, being a revelation of who God is. Now, this word, uh, as described in the Psalms, uh, also is a word that has power. It does uh, what it says. So you think back to Genesis, you know, in the beginning, God created the heavens of the earth and God said, let there be light and there was light. So the word uh, has this power to create. 
we think of it in spiritual ways, as the New Testament says, not only we are uh, creatures of God, but we are new creations. Uh, we are recreated through the, through the death and the resurrection of Jesus. We have his new life. So another way to think of it is that uh, this word resurrects. Jesus speaking to the tomb of Lazarus, Lazarus, come forth. And uh, through that word, a dead man who had been in the tomb uh, rises. Another way of thinking of it is that it gives birth. It brings us out of the family of uh, the devil and uh, we're born again. We are uh, regenerated, right? Made new, brought into, uh, brought into God's family. So here's an example of this, Psalm 19, beginning at verse 7. The first part of that psalm, Psalm 19, speaks about how the natural creation declares the wonders of God. So you can look at the stars and the sky and the, um, and, uh, you know, the creation itself and uh, come to the conclusion that there is a God. But again, the key is, what is this God like? The revelation of this God to us is given through the Word. And again, you'll hear these different uh, phrases uh, that describe the revelation of God. So beginning at verse 7, the psalmist says, The Lord's law is perfect, restoring the soul. The Lord's covenant is sure, making wise the simple. The Lord's precepts are right, rejoicing the heart. The Lord's commandments, they're pure, enlightening the eyes. So you see this description of the word of God, but also this word that has the power to accomplish, to do, uh, to create and recreate, to resurrect, uh, uh, to, to do what it says. For example, again, the Lord's law is perfect, restoring the soul. The Lord's covenant is sure, making wise the simple. The Lord's precepts are right, rejoicing the heart. The Lord's commandment is pure, enlightening the eyes. So God's, uh, God's word is powerful. It is effective when it goes out. Um, the beauty of this also is that, it, again, it is a revelation. God revealing himself to us through words. Now, I'm going to try and say it in two ways. So we talk about the word of God. And uh, normally we think of the word uh, as in the scriptures, um, you know, literal words on a page, uh, in sentences and paragraphs. Uh, you know, it has a literary style and context, and so we often refer to, you know, the word of God as being um, the scriptures. But um, the word is also incarnate. It's a big word that just simply means in the flesh. Uh, God made flesh in Jesus. John 1 speaks of it, you know, this way, John 1, in the beginning was the Word, capital W, the second person of the Trinity, and the Word uh, was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning, and through him all things were made. And then verse 14 says, this Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. So again, the revelation of God, this uh, threefold office, prophet, priest, and king. Uh, the prophet dealing with the revelation of God to us. And uh, Jesus, again, being the ultimate prophet, the reality of all those promises. So uh, maybe take a moment, read Psalm 19. 
Uh, and then if you have a moment, uh, 119, uh, the longest psalm in the Bible. But read those in connection with John chapter 1, where it speaks about how Jesus is the Word, the Word made flesh to us, a revelation of who God is. So again, we take heart and we remember that we don't pray uh, alone. We pray the psalms with Jesus. And again, focusing in on this idea uh, that Jesus is the reality of that threefold office of prophet, the revelation of God, of priest, the one who offers uh, the sacrifice as well as intercedes for us, and king, the one who rules and reigns.